Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to this week's Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermud. This week we pop along to the Southern District Agricultural Show. We talk to some of the people displaying animals for the first time, some new breeds and some vintage machinery that was on display, plus speaking to all the prize winners on the day. Well, the weather just about held off, Kiri, for the Southern District Agriculture Show, didn't it? We looked gloomy all day, and it was just when that final parade was starting that it uh, started to, to rain a little bit. It really did. When the lorries came in to pick up the livestock, uh, they got very, very soaked, loaded up their animals. But what a fabulous day, Simon. It stayed warm, people were in shorts and T-shirt, and so much to see and do, wasn't it? Yeah, we were there on the Saturday, um, walking round about, of course, and then in the ring later on which we spoke to the uh, reserves and the supreme champions and the judges and the president uh, who were all there for the Southern District Agricultural Show. But uh, first of all, we had a, a trip round the field and uh, bumped into many people. And uh, you caught up with Peter Quayle, who uh, had a, a new breed. Um, it's a Simbra, uh, which is a cross between a Brahmin and a Simmental. And they're a well-known and recognised breed, registered breed in South Africa and Australia. Um, so we've just tried some with our similar cows. Uh, we've got some really nice calves. They've got great growth rate. Um, they're quite easily calved. They're naturally polled, um, but the growth is amazing. And also the meat is marbling is different so the tenderness is supposed to be better than some other breeds so what made you experiment with these two breeds peter uh, we have some vets uh, south african vets from milan vets uh, wade and marty that's probably two of the best vets on the island and they recommended and they, they've always said that they're the best cattle you can get in south africa so uh, we just thought that and my friend Willie Christian's got a good bull, so we were lucky enough to be able to put five heifers. We end up with five nice calves, and um, we just wait and see how, how they progress. So are you looking to sell these, this is an entire male, a bull, for the future? Yes, um, had one or two interested, uh, thought might do a job on a dairy herd, just uh, the easy calving, naturally polled, but the growth rate could do a job on, on the dairy industry because with them using a lot more sex semen now there's more scope for beef bulls and this could just fit the market that that's, that is very true and like you say with them being polled it saves a lot of work it, it can be an awful lot of hassle getting staff to dehorn and all the things that go with it peter how do they get on with the, with the climate because we're very different to south africa <laughs> um well i think with the fact that cross with the simmons all it puts a bit extra coat on them right but they are normally in warmer countries we sometimes have nice summers. We had a nice summer last year, didn't we? We certainly did. And to be honest, this last few weeks has been nice as well. But what age is he, Peter? Because he is, he's standing very big here and our listeners can have a look at, on the website for a photograph of him. Uh, well, he's only 10 months, so he's done lots of growing, but he's, he is quite naturally grown. We haven't pushed him in any way. He's just, he's just growing on nicely. And has the Southern District struggled to find a class for, for this type of beast? Or? Um, now, that is a touchy subject. Ah. Uh, um, they're in the any other varieties, but we, he was competing against a big Charlie bull, a Jonathan Quine's so a Super Bull, and one of Alan Sanders' Simmental bulls, so he didn't have a chance. But he'd walk well and he looked nice, um, but he's only half the 
size. Yeah, well, he is only young and, and there will definitely be another day for him. But it's great to see farmers with innovation to create something new. You know, it's always important, isn't it, to have something a bit different. You know, market trends change, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's just a bit of fun as well, actually. But it's just nice at the Southern Show. We've got great crowds here today. The amount of work that goes into the show is unbelievable. So it's nice after last year to have a great day. Oh, it's not a great day, but there is lots and lots of people here, and there are lots of people walk past, and they just they're just attracted to this different, the longer ears and the dewlap, they an unmistakable change of breed. So it has caused quite a lot of interest, and certainly not just for the general public, but the farmers too. Uh, yes, yeah, I've teased one or two that they might be <laughs> going to buy, but they don't sound so keen so far. Well, I've just bumped into the, the minister for Deaf, Jeffrey Boot, enjoying yourself at the Southern? Absolutely, and the weather's somewhat better than it was last year, thank goodness. <laughs> Let's hope the rain holds off, but uh, very good turnout. Yes, there is, and it's great to see the enthusiasm that's here. I suppose some of them maybe missed it last year because of the predicted weather, but uh, they're here in force this weekend, certainly. Pent-up demand, (laughs) shall we call it, but no, it is good. uh, If the weather holds off, uh, I'm sure it's going to be one of the better shows that they've had over the last few years. And what's your particular favourite? I mean, everyone has their favourite bits for looking at. I know you've got to be impartial in every area, but uh, as a personal choice, not as a work choice. Well, I'd, I'd have to say the Defa tent is exceptionally good and well worth a visit. But uh, we've just come from the produce uh, tent and uh, had a look at the flowers and uh, produce that the people are showing. And that, that'll get me in the, uh, in the, the right groove for our own produce, uh, Cronkavody and Peel and St John's in due course, having a look at what the competition's like. Yeah, so it's, that's, that's what makes these so special, isn't it? The, a lot of people come for the livestock, a lot of people come for, for the different areas is the, the homemade crafts and stuff that the WI do, you know, you, you don't get to see it on display in many places. No, it, it, it's great. And for a small island, uh, you know, we have two agricultural shows and they're both well attended if the weather's good. And uh, I, I take my hat off to the farmers who show animals. There's a heck of a lot of work goes into showing animals. And uh, uh, there's a, certainly a good turnout here. And I'm two weeks time, it'll be the same, I'm sure, at Nokalo. Robin Setri, you're... I think uh, well involved with the Southern Vintage Engine and Tractor Club. Yes, I'm the secretary. Um, we brought an engine down. It used to be at six Tinwald Mills. We think it powered the line shafts for the actual mills themselves. But we've got it just running on takeover now. Uh, Save a bit on fuel as well. Right, well, what is it? It's, I see it's got a, a Crossley name on it. It's a Crossley 1085 engine it's rated at 13 horsepower and it was sold to Tinwell Mills in 1929 the September the 19th um, last year we were across at the Anson Engine Museum and they hold the records for that so we've got the written proof of when it was manufactured so what what's what is she powered by I see a big piston going up and down there yeah, it's a petrol engine but uh, what petrol paraffin it's only on petrol at the moment because we can't get it hot enough to run on the paraffin. So we've got a big cooling tank at the back. Uh, that's just full of water and it's uh, thermal circulation. As the hot water rises, the cold water comes through the bottom and cools it down. Now she looks like a single cylinder. You can see the uh, Conrad and the piston coming yeah. in and out there. It must be a fair old bore on it though. It looks about six inches, but we've never actually measured anything. <laughs> It's a, it's a horizontal engine, so the piston's running from left to right rather than up and down as a vertical engine. 
But uh, 1929, is it this one? It is, yeah. yeah. Um, serial number 105202. Wow, they must have made a few <laughs> of them then. Well, all consecutive numbers. Yeah. But you don't see these very often, are they quite rare? I've not seen another one like this. I've seen one on YouTube, which is a thir which is a, sorry, a 14 horsepower, uh, which must have been a later model. Yeah. But it's the very, very similar, you know, in appearance. So is it, is it, was it sort of running when you got it, or have you had to do a bit of modification to it? We've had to make manifolds for the the exhaust and for the cooling, and make um, and an adapter for the for the inlets as well as well as repair the magneto, I've had to put another coil in there. But uh, as you can see, it's, it's up and running, and that's the main thing. Is she difficult to start up if she stops? In the right circumstances, she'll start straight away. <laughs> but it's just keep on top of everything. Yeah. Well, she's fair shaking backwards and forwards there, so and it, was, it was used for what, mainly power in the mill? Power in the line shafts at the mills, right. that's what we think it's for. And then, as far as we know, it went on to the forestry board after that but we're not sure about that well it's a fine example and it's great to see it down here at the southern show today yeah, it's first time out of this one we've been to colby with it uh, last week and we're at uh, st mark's fair with it you know sort of uh maybe st mark's country park with it as well so it's only had about half a dozen outings but a lot of people have you know looked at it there's still a bit more work to do, you know, relocate the fuel tank and uh, alter a few other bits, but it's, it's going, it's showing interest and people are enjoying it. Well, Philip Hampton, uh, contractor here in the Isle of Man, uh, you've been in the, the show ring displaying the forage harvest. I don't think I've ever seen one of them going around the show ring before. Uh, not for a long time, I wouldn't have thought. It's not brand new, so it, it's just here as a demonstration thing to show off some of the moderner equipment to the general public yeah and but it's, it's a fine machine that because you had the the combine in behind it as well yeah yeah no it's just a couple of big machines to try and show the public what we what we've got and what we what we work with really yeah because we all remember when we were kids uh, there was always a combine at the show that you you were allowed to go and look at and sit on wasn't it and this is something for for the younger generation to look at that's the thing, the chil children do get amazed by large machines, I suppose, yeah. like, you know, adds to the excitement and the wow factor. Yeah, but I mean, in general, uh, of course, a contract around the Isle of Man, it's, I suppose it's been a, a difficult time weather-wise with people trying to squeeze it all in at the same time, is it, particularly with silage? Yeah, well, that's why we've gone to such large machines, because we can do now in a day what used to take a week. I remember when I was a kid, you know, one farm had a big spud harvester, the other had a combine, and everyone used to help them do their spuds or combine and, and vice versa. Yeah, well, it's, it's nice when everyone can work together and you can help each other out to get the job done, really. Yeah. All right, let's get talking to these big people here. What's your name? Alexander. Chloe. And Chloe. And what have you seen today at this show? Sheep. Sheep? Is that all? Cows! Cows as well? Yeah. What else? Rabbits! Rabbits where? Cats. Cats? Any zebras or camels? No. <laughs> Nobody can see that look that I just had. Pardon? And we've seen 
Fluorescent orange sheep. Fluorescent orange sheep. Oh dear, are they from outer space? Yeah. Oh, right then, one. Yellow sheep. Yellow sheep. Um, we've also seen cows. Well, there we are. Some of the kids enjoying themselves there. Philip Hampton before that, the contractor, uh, enjoying his day with his daughter. Uh, Robin Sentry uh, from the Vintage uh, Southern District and Vintage Tractor Club. And the Minister, Geoffrey Boot. And before that, Peter Quayle with his... What was that breed again? The Simbra. <laughs> a lovely animal as well. And he does definitely stand out, doesn't he, Simon, with his big ears and his uh, maybe slight hump in his uh, shoulders there too. Indeed. Well, after we went round the show field talking to various people, it was time for the Grand Parade and uh, everyone gathered. A uh, big crowd, wasn't there, Kerry? Huge crowd this year. And uh, they all witnessed all the champions of each group, which are invited to parade around the ring two laps i think they did uh, in this year's and then the judge was announced for the day by the president simon fithian and uh, it was ian farragher who was named as the judge and wow he went up and down them lines quite a few times moving uh, animals in and out didn't he before he got that final uh, six i think it was at the end and then he picked his prize winners well in fourth place or third reserve was a delighted ned kenyuk Ned, what a huge day it's been for you and Sylvia here with, with the heavy horses. This is, this is the highlight of the year for us. They don't come along very often, but when they do, I'm over the moon. And what great success, a lifetime's work. Absolutely. Been coming here for 17 years trying to get into the final line out. Oh, my word. And here we are now. And how do you feel? Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> And, and so does she. She's really excited, but she's a good horse. And, we're, we're... and there we are, words from her as well. <laughs> that was a very happy Ned Kenyuk with his horse, Daisy. Uh, captured the emotion in that one, wasn't there? And uh, it was great to see something like that happening after all them years of trying. Oh, Just getting to, the, to that final parade was enough, wasn't it? Oh, it really was. The delight in Sylvia Murray and Ned Kenyuk. They worked tirelessly with the horses and, and down on the, tr- on the trams at the promenade there. So great credit to them. Yeah. You're listening to a special Countryside on this week's programme, uh, bringing you coverage from the Southern District Agricultural Show 2019. The second reserve, or third place, went to the Creer family from Balagloni and Crosby, and uh, it was a magnificent Texel tup. So very, very pleased with that, Sam. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's a two-year-old ram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually own him in, in, in partnership with two other Texel breeders, like, but uh, he, uh, we, we bought him for his um, superior figures and shape confirmation and uh, the way he moves on his legs, like he's a, you know, he's a real tool, that fellow, proper yeah, job. Yeah, like. he's a fine La- Lambs have done well off him too, they were winning the classes today, like, so, yeah. yeah. So, no, good breeding comes through, like, so. Well, yeah. the good thing is, I yeah. suppose you... One of the advantages you have, you haven't got yeah. three or four sheep. No, no, I've got a few sheep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that, but you know, it, it was uh, it was a long time coming. Ian taking that choice yeah. there, one he went oh, backwards yeah. and forwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, he done he done he done a good job. The Shirley Bull that won was a fine bull, and Vicky's cow was an exceptional cow. So you know, it, it's spread amongst the, the the beef, the dairy, and the the sheep like you know yeah, it's, it's uh, they could have on another day another judge it could have been anyway like it could have been the other way around but 
the three tremendous animals that was pulled out like so. Yeah. Yeah, but how how important? Yeah, Ned with his horse. The horse was a great horse as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how important is it for for you as a a, a big family and big into the sheep? How is important to have a, a great ram like that? It's very very important. It's a shop window, really. Like you know, we we sell our rams local and and. Uh, you know, grass-fed. This was a grass-fed ram. It's just you know nice to see him going on and doing well. Like he's a very he's a very easy fleshed ram. He's got um, um, in his genetics, he's got a thing called positive fat, which um, um, basically means he puts flesh on easy. And um, you know, the ram was out there. He hadn't had a, any food whatsoever. He'd uh, we've just had him on a bit of clover and ryegrass, like him. Yeah. You and that'd be the first yeah. time that one's shown. Uh, yeah, he, he, he was shown uh, in a show and sale, but he was that's the first time he's been shown. Yeah, and he's not used to the Manx weather yet, no. you see, is he? No. <laughs> but uh, you ha you're happy enough with that, and then yeah, uh, you'll be shown it again in the, in the Royal? Yeah, show again at the Royal Manx, but you know, another day, another judge totally can be totally different so uh, yeah. well done you've yeah. uh, not come away empty-handed yeah. and uh, you've yeah. got a, a marvelous piece there yeah oh thank you very much Simon. yeah thank you danny creer there telling us a little bit about that wonderful texel tup that he had on display that took the second reserve well first reserve or runner-up on the day was neil masson and vicky sloan masson's holstein cow is it a heifer no she's no um, a second carver four-year-old second carver so she's off to get milk now, it's been a long day for her. Uh, runner up today, was very close and Ian took a long time to decide which he was going to pick today. Uh, yeah, did, it did take a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how pleased are you? It's always nice to get the supreme champion, but the, the runner up spot. Yeah, it's just nice to get out here. It's nice to have the, the champion of your breed to get out here in the first place. And uh, a great... Um, history with with uh, the Holsteins that you have haven't they they go back a long way in your family uh, yeah my dad bred Holsteins he was one of the first persons to uh, bring the Holsteins onto the island and uh, yeah I just love the breed so easy to work with the temperament and um, they you know they give you what you put into them you know yeah. So, but we gathered up a few of the really old cow families that actually originated from Canada. So, um, and we've still got them in the herd today. So really, that's nice. so we're spreading over quite a few years. You've been yeah, keeping this yeah. line going then. Yeah. But you've had great success in the past with, with these sort of family and um, homebred ones like these. Yeah, they just seem to be keeping coming through, so we must be doing something right. <laughs> Runner-up first reserve at the Southern District 2019 Agricultural Show was Vicky Sloan Masson and Neil Masson's Holstein cow. I was talking there to Vicky and getting a great bit of history uh, about the uh, Holsteins, of how they started them off and, and still breeding them today, which is fabulous, Kerry, isn't it? They're a great young family and the children are actively involved with the young handlers as well. And to see them just come up the ranks, you know, it's like they served their apprenticeship and to stand in that final lineup. And like Vicky said, it's hard to get through those dairy classes to even get to the Grand Parade. So credit to the family. Well, the winner of the 2019 Southern District Agricultural Show and the honour of being called Supreme Champion this year was the Quine family from Balakilia in Bride with their Charolais Bull. And Kiri, you caught up with Jonathan just after the uh, awards had been announced and, well, he was pretty emotional. It's been some performance, some day. How do you feel, Jonathan? Knackered. <laughs> Absolutely tired. It was a shock. I didn't expect this. 
And what does it mean to you and the family, Jonathan? Quite a lot. Quite a lot. I've never seen a man with so emo much emotion. It, you've got the whole family around you. You've had short wool champions, you've had long wool champions, you've been always the bridesmaid, and here it is, the champion of champions. It's worth it. You know, what? how did you know he was always quite special? Well, even when he was born, first born, there was just something about him. He showed himself ever since he was a, you know, yeah. a careful. Yeah. <coughs> you took your eye and, and you tend to stick with that, don't you? But it's a team effort there at home. Yep. The family is fully around you, Jonathan. Yep, everybody's with me. Yeah, yeah. And, and even, <coughs> I believe, Jenny, as a new addition to the family. Yes, she had a little boy Thursday. So this rounds off the week just well, perfectly. You couldn't ask for anything better, could you? So, the Royal in a few weeks' time... Well, we'll try our best. But this, today, a day to remember. Uh, I never expected this, never. The competition was so good here today, the turnout of cattle, I didn't think we'd get to where we got today. This is it. No, it is hard to win your own section, then come through as a beef champion, and then to be the champion of champions. It's a real feather in your cap. That was Jonathan Quine, the supreme champion winner of the Southern District Agricultural Show with the Charolais Bull. I'm really, really... I think think there was anyone who begrudged Jonathan and Libby that day, that prize, because it was just... You know, when it's something unexpected like that, in a way... It know, really all them was, years wasn't it? Trying, 50 years, wow. That is a long, long time. But the determination comes right through. The younger generation there, the bunch of, of children around them, you know, they've been showing the Suffolks, showing the limousines and the Charolais... What a great turnout and the support for the Southern District show for it from a farm and family. But the work and effort that goes in behind the scenes for all of those years to finally get that Supreme Championship. And he was speechless for a change. <laughs> well done, Jonathan, <laughs> your family there. Well, when it was all the awards had been announced, uh, Kiri, you caught up with the judge for the day, Ian Farragher. You had a, your work cut out. The, the number of good livestock, Ian. Good, yeah. My father was asked to do it twice and he refused to do it twice. Um, and I had a word with my mother about it and I said I was going to do it. So it's something different. And um, I think it's an honour to be picked as judge. You're absolutely right. And and what a, a lineup of stock there you had pulled know, out. Know. You know, the, the Holstein, the, the beef animals, the horse. Well, I like the beef animals, but I've always been partial to a Charlie bull. And... Um, it's just something about him, and I just liked him on the day, and that's it. He walks, but he's quiet. He's a very modern example he's of the Charlie, isn't he? I know, he? I know. Yeah. He's, and he walks really tremendous and everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. The dairy cow, Vicky's, was, she's a fantastic. Everything you'd want in a dairy cow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could have picked it first, but yeah. it's just one of those things. On the day, I think the Charlie bull was just that, just a little bit better. Yeah, And how do you feel now? It's all over. Relieved. <laughs> it's such a build-up, Ian. You'll have had to have kept it a secret with Simon Fivian. I think a lot of people knew who it was. And as soon as I changed, um, I was told I was judge. And it was very difficult. I left it till the last minute to change. <laughs> and then he all said, oh, he's the judge. He's and that's it. But what, but what a great show. The Southern District, Simon's done a great job this year. He did a fantastic job. And they've got to keep it going by getting some young people to show animals and stuff like that. Yeah. Because yeah. if they lose interest in it, it's just going to die a death, really. And it would be a shame to see this Southern show go. You've made one family very, very happy in it's particular. Different. I think, um, I know they, they said they hadn't won it before, but it's just something, I think, it's just keep it, you know, um, 
I didn't pick it because they hadn't won it before, no. but no. It, you know, it's just nice to see someone different. This is it. I know you've had a lot of success and stuff in the past, and, no. and it's just nice to see somebody different. It is, it. but it, with that came an abundance of children, abundance of grandchildren with Jonathan, well, it is. and and they've been in the short wool sections, the long wool sections. They've been hard trying they for have, many, many hard. years. They've got sheep, that, um, Suffolk sheep, and everything yeah. else, and so. um, they actually showed against me today, and, and um, that's it. <laughs> and they beat me. So that's beat it. You. Oh well, nice pint now. And um, we've got to go to the judges' dinner later oh, on, apparently. Oh, well, that's bottle, it. Bottle but instead. The only trouble is I've got to go home and milk the cows in between. <laughs> that was Ian Farragher, the Supreme Judge for the day. And final word of this week's programme went uh, to the President of the Southern District Agricultural Show, Simon Fithian. Simon was quite delighted it was over, but uh, a lot of hard work had gone into it and the rain had just held off for him. So a very happy Simon. <laughs> oh, it's been a great day. I think the weather has just blown in to send everybody home, but you know, we got everything done and it's been a, it's been a great day. It really has. The, the livestock was in abundance. The people was in abundance. It was perfect weather, wasn't it? A little bit overcast, but warm. Yeah, I think it was fantastic for the animals, to be fair. I think if it was too hot, you know, they, they don't get that happy, but you know, it's been fantastic and a, a great day for everyone. And the judge in your grand parade final, uh, Ian Farragher, a capable man in his own right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's uh, shown many years, I think, with his father in the early days. And, uh, you know, he's been a dairyman for many years too. So, yeah, a good choice, I think. Yeah, really good. Uh, but like we always say, a lot of hard work goes into putting a show on like this. You know, it's not done overnight, Simon. No, uh, we've been going for about a week or more, just over a week with uh, lifting and shifting. But, you know, it's, it's nice to see it all come together. We've had some good hands down. Obviously, we can't do it without the volunteers. Everybody's been down moving things around, etc., etc. But you know, I mean, the, the exhibitors is where the where the main thing is. You know, the stallholders and the cattle, etc. You know, that sort of stuff is just ideal. No, a proper team event, and it is growing year on year. It is, yeah. I think it's a, a great range of things. I think there's something here for everybody. You know, I don't think anybody could come down and not find something that they're interested in or you know, learn something new and find something that they didn't know they liked. So, you know, there's an awful lot going on. That was Simon Fivian, the president of the Southern District Agricultural Show for 2019. Well, we squeezed in as much as we can, Kiri. Really enjoyed uh, that Saturday and, of course, it continued on the Sunday as well. Uh, we caught up with uh, some other people, which... Uh, we we'll, haven't got time for on this week's programme, so we'll slot into next week. Um, so we'll have to leave it there, I'm afraid. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with more. So for me, Simon Clark. And me, Kiri Kermos. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.